What's happening, sports fans? Oh, what's meant to talk to you again? It's yes. And you can now. Oh, I totally forgot. I love Star Wars. I wouldn't be looking straight at the camera. Hi, San Diego. This feels nice. Now let's go over to camera number two and microphone number two. Uh-oh. Who's there? Third one there. Nope. Nope. Redo it. Bodhi DeSilva, you can find me at SD Preps. He is the official scorebook live for Vorge. Check out the shirt. Oh, they've got shirts! You can see us! You can see him! We're going to be getting to a lot of stuff uh, here in our new show. So the way this is all going to end up working through the winter season is it's going to be a little bit of a hodgepodge type show, primarily centered around or guys and girls basketball here in the San Diego CIF section. Mostly, admittedly, guys basketball is what we talk about because that's what we know the most about. But here's how it's going to be structured. We're going to go top 10. We will discuss uh, in depth and angrily the. Uh, as I'm realizing now that I forgot to start our our, our uh, segment timer clock, I will still hit us on our hard network out though. Uh, we'll do our top ten. We will have our game balls. We will have some sort of an interview, player, coach, pundit. Today it's going to be Aaron Bergen at Full Time Hoops One um, and or Bergen. Is it Bergen? Bergman? Bergeron. One of those. Aaron Bergeron. AJ's dad. Um, (laughs) AJ's dad. Uh, We'll have him on the show. And then to close out the show, uh, we will do a segment called What's Good? uh, Where we talk about games coming up, anything events-wise. We're steering away from the previews that we used to do because... Too many games. Well, it's not quite as... I I don't think it's quite as fun... To have on Wednesday, here's these games. And on Friday, here's these games. Where in football season, it's just like, let's debate what the heck is going to happen all in the county on, on one day. So uh, instead of doing actual game predictions and analysis and that kind of stuff, we will be playing a game called What's Good? Where we're just going to highlight three or four games that each of us think are worth watching in the coming week. But guys, let's get it started with the top 10, if you will. Um, the Obviously, no top 10 matters until the end of the season and you actually play the playoffs. But uh, we vote on the San Diego Union Tribune top 10. So we will use their top 10 as a... Well, two of us do. You know you could just lie. No one checks about that, right? They can't. They make it public. Is it yes, yes. They make it public in a newspaper. We'll put it on the poll. Okay, yeah, let's put it on the poll. At SD Prep Insider, have you ever held a newspaper in your hands? You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at SD Prep Insider. Who's one of the people on the list that I can just lie and say I am? Who do you think is like the name on there that no one knows the person? This is actually it's going to end up being mean, so let's just stay away from it. Well, should we just should we just uh, go down the list and, and yeah, pick one the list? <laughs> is it on? Oh, you got the list up there? Yeah. I would argue that nobody knows what Rick Schloss looks like. Uh, oh, I know, Rick. Rick's too good of a guy. Yeah, okay, well, but uh, yes, just because you know him doesn't mean that the common person knows what Rick Schloss looks like. Uh, That's my alias. So, Bodie, if you come up with any other good names for what Tommy could pass off as on the list, um, we use the, the San Diego Union Tribune Top 10 as our basis, uh, basketball especially, with still 20 games to go and tons of opportunities to win and lose and all that. The, the Top 10 is really more of a top 15 rough guess and 
Here's what we got right now is Saints at number one, Foothills Christian number two, Cathedral Catholic number three. I can't tell if I look at the do I look at the cameras or not. We gotta all figure that out. No, we're too cool with the cameras. Uh Tory Pines number four, modern day Catholic number five, Poway at six, Santa Fe Christian at seven, Christian at eight, San Diego at number nine, Mission Hills at ten, San Marcos, San Ysidro, Parker, Helix, Otai Ranch, and Army Navy are the other schools rounding out the those receiving votes, so 16 teams on the radar. How do you guys want to do this? Do you want to work our way 1 to 10 and and, and kind of go chunk by chunk there, 15 to 1? How, how do you guys want to talk about basketball? I like building the suspense. Well, are we, we should skip the non-top 10. Should be, you should be able to have the privilege of being So you're not 10. interested in talking about any of those others receiving votes? Like, you're not here They got the that. name next to honorable mention. They got the honorable mention. Okay. They were honorably mentioned previously. I will put it on the poll at SD Prep Insider. Are you here for the honorable mentions or just get to the good stuff? Uh, so, so Tommy, let's let's start then with with ten and uh, let's go ten nine eight uh, because San Diego or Mission Hills, San Diego, and Christian are all schools making their first appearance in the Union Tribune Top yep. Ten poll this week. So let's start with however you guys want to, uh, you know, address Mission Hills, San Diego, and Christian. Just talk I, about. Them. I personally have Christian way higher. I have them in the top five um, on my personal rankings that nobody cares about. And the reason being, the only teams that they've lost to have come to teams that are ranked higher than them. And when I say higher than them, I mean the teams that are top three. Um, the only loss to come to them. They just beat Poway in overtime. I know that's not going to reflect itself in the rankings right now because we're in the middle of the week and those things are submitted before the week starts. But I. Envision them jumping up even more uh, come next week. What do you think, buddy? Yeah, Mission Hills is a team, uh, really an incredible turnaround. Last year, they won eight games the entire year, one league game. And for them to have bounced back at this point, uh, 12 wins. They played Saints really closely. Um, they're going to have a big test in league, a really good Avocado West League this year. But um, for them to make a, an appearance here in, in the top 10 before the start of league play is really impressive to me. San Diego is the team that jumps out to me at this because uh, Mission Hills, we saw it with Warren Washington of they've got enough athletes at that school that they can just pick up, go on a little run. Like it, it, That's not a blip on the radar. Christian, um, I'm blanking on the gentleman's name who was their standout. Jack Larson. Uh, Jackson Larson. Jackson, Jackson Larson. Larson. Yeah. And I, Nichon, I, was, no, I was going to say one before that. It was starting with Nishon Carter. Yep, right. And then Jackson Larson. We've seen that they can be a school that has sustained it and, and play in that bigger boys division. And, and San Diego, though, is one where we have seen them on a straight linear path the last few years. And now this feels like they could have been the hype, sneaky team getting in there two years ago. Now it feels like this isn't just earned, but this is, let's see what happens with, does Baz close out this year and really start to enter that conversation about elite schools? Like how high can they climb? So I'm really, they win their division every year and they keep moving up. It's crazy. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm really, I, I, they're going to be a D one school next year. I'm, I am laser focused on watching how San Diego handles. Not that they're going to be like, Oh, the pressure of being a number eight team in a newspaper poll. But, uh, just, you know, how San Diego handles, all right, there are now the public eyes on them that, you know, for the very casual sports fan, they're like, oh, that's a thing now happening. Um, so I watch them as an interesting barometer of is it, are things really actually changing mm -hmm. in the basketball scene? Or are we – because the top five here, top six, seven, 
that's not anything different other than the order that it's been in. Yeah. Yeah. Poway, I think probably out of that group is the one that uh, has made the the most significant rise in recent years. But even them were in, in open division last year, gave Torrey Pines a very good opening round game. Uh, Tommy brought up Christian. I'll just throw this out there yes. um, and we'll put this on the poll. Is Poway the sneakiest open division team? Yes. That's it. Just, just we'll leave it like that at SD Prep Insider on Twitter and Instagram. Keep going, buddy. Uh, I was at that Christian Poway game uh, on Saturday. A really good game. The only thing I will note is Poway was without two starters and one of their top sub options there. Uh, they didn't play great. Christian stepped up. They made the plays at the end. The only thing that would worry me about Christian is they're a really small team this year. They've only got seven or eight guys. So as the year goes on, you really hope injuries don't affect them. And uh, But they've got a Division One signee and Kobe Sanders, and he's looked great so far. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, has looked tremendous um let's move just into that kind of mid-group then you know four through seven tory pines modern day catholic poway sfc in breaking them down i think that of anybody in this i'm 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 curious and i'm focused on sfc they have been division one champions basically the entire time i have worked at prep insider uh i, I feel like it's been a broken record of we go to the finals weekend and there is Coach Bickley yep. sort of being like, look, dude, I'm a good Christian, but eventually you're going to have to pick us in a game <laughs> or I'm going to have something at least non-plus to say about you. But some, I'll, I'll pray for you on the Some way. good like, strategy, finding their way to get right in there at top of D1, but not getting into open. It's something that I, I will be curious. Do, does this end up being a wash year for them, quote-unquote, just because they, they make it into open division? Like they were, they were as high as four, I believe, on some of the early season polls. So there's obviously a, a, a hype and a belief and a, and a, a concept that this is a really good Foothills or a really good Santa Fe Christian team. Well, well, you mentioned Foothills Christian kind of an accent there, but I kind of want to mention them in this conversation because they have a good league, so they're going to get points for those rankings. So there's a very, very good shot then up in that open division. Yeah, so that, that's what I'll be curious because I mean it. it it, it can seem sometimes like a disappointment in the postseason of, oh, they won D1 and then they didn't do anything the next year. Well, it's like, no, they did something. They moved up a division yeah. into the uh, the elite most division. I will say that uh, basketball, I enjoy the fact that the state playoffs are a little more forgiving for the open division because you can lose but still have a have, have potential to go because isn't it everybody everybody makes it everybody right makes it. in yeah. that open so, I mean, division gets if you a, lose first round you could be down in d3 potentially for state which is a level that might fit your team better and win some games and make a deep run yeah so i i think that uh that that that's what i i, I really like about the basketball thing is that you can you don't have to make that razor thin finite decision of are we going to bench a guy sit back lose a game try and get that yeah. five seed in, in d1 instead of that four seed and like it, it's it's a little bit more relaxed uh, in, in terms of finessing and nuancing out the numbers tommy anybody from that middle group uh tory pines moderate catholic poway sfc that you it, that if i asked you right now to tell me they could go on a run like they they could end up actually being the number one uh is it tory pines again are we still scared uh, of them yeah, i never count out tory pines and i just want to i mean again we can't say this kid's name enough nick herman i mean yeah obviously the great story <laughs> him coming back from what he had to deal with but he's not just back he's one of the best players on the team that's crazy to me i mean like you, you know you never really know what's gonna what's gonna happen after going through something like that but he is right back in stride where he left off he's got his you know he's got one more year after this so i cannot feel better for a kid than that and obviously everyone knows Brandon averaging 20 points a game. So I think Torrey Pines has that shot 
of, of making that that run into the open division, maybe surprising some people. Uh, modern day, another kid I want to mention, Melo Sanchez, averaging 21 points per game. They have not entered all their stats in the scorebook live yet. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they, they've, they've got about they've got a few games missing. So that 21 may not be 21. But as far as I know, he's averaging 21 points per game. So it's pretty impressive. I really hope that that doorbell made it in here um, because I believe Noah Laxina has arrived. Um, we'll, we'll see if he makes his way in here or not. Uh, let's close out the top, top couple teams, St. Augustine, Foothills Christian, Cathedral Catholic. 1A, 1B, 1C, or is Saints and Chibuzo Ogbo really uh, yeah. that? Noah! <laughs> um, <laughs> you think he knows we're live right now? Was he wearing a turtleneck? Uh, yeah, because we told him we we're, were filming today. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to make sure that that's what he shows up in, is, is, is a, a turtleneck. a suit today. Or at least the I, top I went, half. Yeah, there's the top <laughs> half. But I went with a nice sweater. This is a nice sweater. No, I can feel like given our coordination levels... Tommy would show up with the bottom halves. Like he'd show up with like the really the nicely pants. pressed pants and the like pants. nice dress the shoes t-shirt. and be like, oh, I picked the wrong part of this. I know, I wore a hat too. I didn't feel like gel in my hair today. Well, no, like I wasn't looking at the can't like, like nope. I get it. I like we are technically though. professional broadcasters, but nobody really said, hey, take a television studio, it's, make it. It's technically a San Diego hat. All right, like, Noah Laxina. Thank is. goodness it's not a turtleneck. Sit down. Uh, <laughs> what's wrong? What's somebody? What's up? What, no, why do you hate no, turtlenecks? Because no. Oh, what are you Yes. Wow. Now everyone knows playing Mario Kart. Someone. Too. Well, no, we put it on Instagram. Mario Kart edition. Noah. Noah. We have Noah. We have 14 seconds to close out this segment on the top 10. So uh, Saints, Foothills Christian, and Cathedral Catholic are the three teams we're talking about right now. Any favorite out of that to win open division? I mean, right now Saints is proven that they're number one for a reason. I feel like they keep it going. Uh, and I, I just think that right now, I mean, in the playoffs, anything can happen. But right now, I like Saints a lot. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, you've been listening to San Diego Prep Insider here uh, on video and or audio, whatever format you're listening to. Uh, we'll be right back with our Game Balls segment. And as always, all of this is brought to you by Blast Radius Coffee. We'll talk to you soon, sports fans. Welcome back to San Diego Prep Insider here in the Brand new San Diego Prep Insider Studios. What is happening, sports fans? Brought to you by? Uh, brought to you by Blast Radius Coffee. <laughs> also, uh, we'll go over to camera number two here, and uh, this is Noah Laxina. Noah Lax, what's up? Noah is uh, not only the uh, drippiest, swaggiest member of this uh, <laughs> this organization, but, right uh, but yeah, he also uh, technically counts as our diversity hire. Um, yes, so, uh, also that we do have to say thank you, uh, just speaking of that to coach Simons, we apologize for her microphone not being fixed right now. Uh, we will hopefully get it going at some point during this show. She's off, too scared to play me in Mario Kart. Off camera, um, we have added a new distraction that will allegedly be a very bad part of this organization is that we now have a, uh, a Nintendo Switch in here. So, uh, Super Smash and Mario, Bro- Mario Kart will be played during segments where people are not talking so it would not surprise me if one person gets lost during the game balls segment and and forgets what we were talking about game balls is our chance to shout out and celebrate guys girls anybody from all over the county i will start guys and uh, what do you say we just work our way around the room um i got a, a couple of recent game balls uh from earlier this week for basketball 
I'm getting into that nitty gritty now that uh, we've we've run out of teams that are seven and zero or something like that. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to nuance and work my way in there and find some good teams to celebrate. I want to start with Scripps Ranch winning by double digits over Mira Mesa on Tuesday this week to get themselves above five hundred. That's a big that's like win. A over the hump. That's a so great feeling, hump. right? Yeah, it's a good feeling. Uh, yeah, once they got some football kids back, that's been big for them. Yeah, go figure that a state football run yeah. or a, a CIF <laughs> championship football run would deplete a basketball program. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that the uh, the basketball coach at Helix wait. is just laughing. Going, Can we get ha. a quick discussion? Like football shape, basketball shape is any different? If you're in shape for football, you shape for basketball. Well, let's put it on the well, poll so at SD Prep Insider. When you're playing football, you got to be, there's a, a different type of intensity because you're going like a it's million miles first. an hour for yeah. like five seconds. Yeah. But basketball, you have to be able to re- like maintain it, like, I mean, 80% probably throughout the whole game. And then, know, yeah, and then back and crank forth. it up to 100 every now and then. Yeah. Then you have to turn it on at some points. But there's definitely a difference. Like, there's times where you could play, if you're in a football game, you play the whole game, and then you go first basketball, first day of uh, five-on-five scrimmaging for any suicide. You're like, yeah, I can't. I got I to <laughs> take a couple weeks for this. For sure. So we'll put it on the poll. We'll put a pair of polls uh, on SD Prep Insider. Is getting over 500 on the year a great feeling? Um, and is football shape count as basketball shape? You can find all our polls at SD Prep Insider on Twitter, on Instagram. Another team in that category is the Grossmont Foothillers. Yep. They beat Monta Vista earlier this week. Shout out to Foothill Nation. Uh, this one, not above 500 on this win, but I want to give some love to LCC. They got a double-digit win over San Diego earlier this week. And, uh, man, LCC's been in a weird zone for basketball the last couple of years because they, they always have a dude or two, but they're always stuck in t- tough league and really have kind of not been known as a basketball powerhouse the last few years. So I, I'm down to see that fix itself, become more dynamic of a basketball school. I like this win as a as a big part of that. And I got to see this one in person. Another team that went over 500 this week is Montgomery, putting up an 80 spot on Chula Vista. And 80-plus is always impressive, yep. and I can see all of your eyes right now watching Tommy. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm impressed uh, with you. Bro, that's not my level. No, no, that's not my level. Don't, even look, don't worry about it. But uh, Montgomery's another one where they they schedule really tough yeah. at hosting big-time tournaments like that. So good to see them getting wins when they're supposed to be yeah. getting wins oh, and picking up well, that they, they had that total easy game their first game of the year. <laughs> they're definitely <laughs> always been a team basketball-wise that's going to put on a show, though. Like uh, Kyle Par- Paranata when he was there, uh, Timmy Crawford when he was there. They've always been a team that likes to you know, shoot, run, and gun. And I'm glad that seeing an 80-piece is just a product of how good their offense is. Yeah, seeing an 80 piece is fun. It's a good sign, but it's and it's also just one of those games where they should win this game. So it's good to see, okay, you took a couple tough losses in the beginning of the season. Now you're having a great season. Noah, game balls. Yeah, so first, my first game ball is going to go to uh, Wayne McKinney for his performance in the uh, Holiday Classic. He went up against a good Carlsbad team. He went against Jalen Nelson, a little, little rivalry battle there. And I just love the kid. I love how his heart, his energy, and I feel like he's gonna be a really big spark to that program. Jalen Nelson's fantastic, by the way. Yeah, and 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 he didn't and he didn't shy away from it. That's the that's the biggest reason why I guess his game ball. I know they didn't win, but just it's a promising future for the young. You don't kids need to win to, to get a game ball. He, he showed up because I'm pretty sure I know that everyone in that gym when they left that gym like wow that kid impressed me. So hats off to him. And then also from Poway, Adam Sevier. Mm-hmm. 
he uh, scored his a thousand a thousandth point recently, and at a, uh, at the varsity level, and that's a huge, uh, remarkable accomplishment for him. Uh, reaching that little thousand goals a lot, and it just shows how poised he's been able to be since he's been there. For is power. there a mark like that in football, or because like, I feel like basketball is a cool thing where there's uh, the. Yeah, it's yeah. tough to How say. I'd probably say like career is it, is it, touchdowns. Is it rushing yards? Career like okay, so may, is, is is it rushing yards? Maybe is the because that's 4, 000, the one thousand. Yeah. Okay, maybe that's what it is. Yeah, in pro football, yeah, for sure. Like or or, or if you're Noah Lax, you got no, over a thousand yeah, rushing a thousand yards. Points though, that's like you got to be getting buckets every game. Like fair enough, some, fair enough. But for I would say like in baseball, probably the equivalent would be. Say you're got you're a guy who hit home, home runs. runs, who had been holding home runs every single year of high school. That'd be a good one too, like a hundred. All right, keep going. Up. Uh, those are my, those are the two that I have. Very nice, um, Bodie. Yeah, so the first guy Noah just talked about a little bit, Jalen Nelson from Carlsbad. Uh, last year, 12 points per game. They won the D2 title over RBV. This year, with some departures, he stepped up. He's at 26 points per game, really carrying Carlsbad. Now, as of the last couple of weeks, they've got some guys back. Uh, hopefully Caleb Nelson here soon after his football injury, get him back. Uh, and they're definitely a challenger in that league. And Jalen recently went over a thousand points as well. So we talked about that. Another big accomplishment. Uh, second one I wanted to highlight Gio Martinez from Olympian. Uh, after he started the year game of six points and two points, he came back with a game of 33 uh, he recently went over a thousand points as well for his career. So uh, it seems like there's a lot of these guys. It was Adam Severe did it. Brandon Angel's coming up on it. Uh, Kalen Rains from San Isidro went over a thousand. So there's a lot of guys in, in the county to highlight with that big mark this year. I feel like there's something to be made about Severe Angel Rains, but um, <laughs> I don't know where the joke lies in there. Uh, any other game balls from you, Bodie? Those are my two. Uh, as always, I'd like to remind everybody that Bodie De Silva is the official Scorebook Live reporter for the San Diego CIF section. Scorebook if Live. You- is hold on, I have an I have a whole read here, right, Tommy. Sorry, sorry. Um, Scorebook Live is the official digital content provider of the San Diego CIF Brad, section. You can read. They're the same the content <laughs> providers of the. I didn't have a read. I was just like, I just tried. We like Scorebook Live. Go follow them, Tommy. Game balls. I was gonna say yeah, if you want the stats to be mentioned on the show, you better enter into Scorebook Live. Otherwise, yeah. probably not gonna happen. You uh, hear that, Coach Simons? Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, uh, my game balls, I'm going to start with Zach Moore at Del Norte. He's averaging 18.3 points per game um, in his last two games, though. How many? 31 and 29. How many game balls have you given out to a Moore child at Del Norte in the last two years? Between Zach and Alex, they've been they've been (laughs) they've been good, man. You want to know last name here? Here, Check out the enunciation here. Um, Alexis. Marmolejos from there Army Navy, Marmolejo. 24 points in their win over Capo Valley Christian. I like seeing the San Diego teams beat the out-of-section teams. Is Army Navy seven. back? Is this better than is – is this Richard Polanco, Army Navy? I like, can't go full-on back yet, but on their way and returning Marmolejos next year is another big piece and hopefully get some help around him. Tommy, keep going. Last one's going to be Keaton Webb from Tri-City Christian. He's six foot five, very underrated junior. Back-to-back, 31-point performances for him. Very impressive. Tri-City, a team you got to watch out for now. He's a big part. Where does that exist in the uh, in the, the arsenal of, of rankings, of saying that a team's, like, on the rise, catching fire, got to look out for them? Like, wh- what, I, I, what is okay, the so hierarchy? they got to look out for, I think, is a team that traditionally maybe isn't that strong, and then they get one kid or a couple kids who are really, really good. Keaton Webb being one of those kids. That kid could play anywhere in the county. And so when you... 
it's one of those things. Yeah, you lace him up. You look at the jersey across from you. You're not ready for it, and that kid will sneak up on you like nobody's business. A 31 point <laughs> twice. Me, you can't veer into other sports euphemisms of lacing him up, and that kid like nobody's business. We're talking, what are you talking <laughs> about? Lacing well, up is a basketball term. No, but I'm yeah, saying is, no, but I, no, but I'm saying right now we're dealing. We're trying to figure out the other ones, and you're just layering it now of of trying to explain that that. Wait, I'm confused now. Exactly, yeah, I what, am what, too. What, what did you ask me? I asked you. <laughs> I'm not playing Mario Kart. I'm not. I am. It's my first game ever on the Switch, and it's. I'm, yeah, I'm don't, yeah. You can't make fun of me now. You're. You're. Well, it's my first seven. game. All right. You right. look like you've been playing it every day. No, I have not. Played no, he's it. been playing it on the app. Apparently, apparently, he's been playing it on the app. Are you better at Super Smash? Or yeah, what's up? What's uh, this okay. is two hundred. Hey, this is the two hundred CC league, bro. This is not the baby. Was that why I could? <laughs> yeah. This is this is for adults. This is not for the children. We'll put it on. We'll put it on on the so poll at SD Prep Insider on Twitter and Instagram. Is don't the even, two, yeah? Don't even try and find me at that 150 mirror level. Is the 200 CC version uh, of Mario Kart for Man's adults game. only um, and and ladies game? Yeah, I wasn't gonna. Not uh, for little girls. It's for women. It's for grown people. Grown women and grown men. Uh, any other game balls or anything like that before we get out of here and transition into uh, talking to Aaron Bergen Bergman Bergeron, however you pronounce his name. Nope. All right. All right. Thanks for uh, checking back in with us, folks. We will be right back. As always, everything is brought to you by Blast Radius Coffee, and we will see if there's anybody left in studio or if everyone dials out for our phone interview. Talk to you soon, sports fans. Okay, folks. Welcome back. Um, We will... Tommy, the camera goes both ways. Uh, I I don't know what you're trying to do there. Uh, I was leaning closer to the headsets. Tommy has somehow forgotten. We've been in studio for an hour, and Tommy has forgotten that there are cameras present in here. Um, Aaron, at at Full Time Hoops, who I call him Aaron Bergeron or Bergman or something like that. I can never get his name right. But Aaron is the one person you need to talk to about high school basketball here in Southern California. He is on his way, I'm assuming, to the Claver Athletic Center tonight to watch San Diego play against Cathedral Catholic. Aaron, thank you for joining us. What's on your mind about high school basketball, man? Uh, not much. Just, you know, getting over the post-holiday tournament, taking stock at how everyone looks, you know, heading into league and, uh, you know, trying to get a handle on what the playoffs are going to look like. So we were talking about that a little bit in our top 10 discussion earlier, and we were starting to break it down on, uh, you know, teams from that, that, that like San Diego, Christian, the new teams that are making it, teams in that middle that we think could make a move. Is there anything set in the top 10 right now that you're like, okay, these four or five teams are going to stay here the rest of the year, and it's everyone else is fighting over it? Is it 20 teams deep? Well, like, are you starting to get a little bit better picture now that we're in January of, of who's actually a legit contender? I mean, obviously the top four, um, I think almost all of us have the top four is the same, um, you know, in all the ballots this week. I mean, you know, St. Augustine, the unanimous number one, uh, Foothills, number two, Cathedral three, and Dory four. I think there's some consensus forming that those are going to be the top four teams. But, you know, how that actually shakes out with the max prep ratings will be interesting because, you know, max preps favors Poway right now. Um, uh, you know, Christian is getting a lot of love on the, on the max preps ratings. Um, and, you know, it's, there's a little bit of a discrepancy between what we see with our eyes and what the computers are seeing with the numbers. But from the, you know, from the eye test, from the 
you know, from the pundits' perspective, I think those four teams are the teams we would see as being the top four seeds in division uh, in the open division. The bottom four of the open division is going to be really interesting because there are some surprises that have popped up. I think, namely, the big one being Mission Hills, you know, hanging in there right around that eighth seed right now. I don't think this was expected. And I think, you know, they're, it, it, it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out in league. I mean, obviously, they're in a league where two other, at least two other teams are competing for the open division Carlsbad and Torrey Pines. And you've got a solid Lacosta Canyon. And you've got San Marcos. I mean, it's, you know, you've got, you know, there are some obstacles for them to stay in that, um, you know, in that eighth seed. But as it stands, I mean, that's quite a surprise. You know, and Christian is in the same position, only two losses on the year. But, you know, you are in the same league as St. Augustine and Cathedral Catholic. So how they perform in those games will really determine if they stay in that open mix or if they flip down to Division One, you know, and we always talk about every year, you know, those seven, eight seeds. I mean, some of those teams might not want to be in the bottom of the open division because they feel that they can make a deeper run in the Division One playoffs. So, Aaron, uh, another school that we, we had been kind of looking at was San Diego earlier this, this show, and we were talking about how seamless the transition has been year to year for the cavers as they move up into another division keep on winning up into another division keep on winning is there another school that has made this consistent linear of a rise on that that immediately comes to mind or is this something that we really need to marvel at in terms of sports fandom here in san diego and about how well this cavers program has been built I mean, the only one that I can really think of that made a similar rise without the championships was Orange Glen between 2014 and 2018, uh, which coincided with uh, the Michael Diaz era beginning and ended with Damian uh, Miller's graduation. They were Division IV champs there, Michael's freshman year, Michael and Devin's freshman year. Then they moved up to Division III. They were a top four seed in the D3 playoffs, lost by one point. I want to say it was to Rancho Bernardo. Uh, the next year, though, th- that third year, they were hovering around 500, uh, made the playoffs, but they didn't move their power score high enough to move into Division One, um, you know, in their fourth year. So they stayed in Division Two, and then they made the uh, this championship game a really close game to Helix. But I think that's the closest comp we have. Uh, South San Diego Southwest, you know, they won Division Five, moved up to Division Four, won Division Four, but they're really struggling this year after the class graduated. I think what makes the San Diego situation so unique is that after that after you had that first win, you know, you you had a lot of kids that were still coming back on that next team. And then this year, from the Division Three championship to this year, you've had a couple of transfers, and you have a very good freshman class. So they're set up for a pretty sustained run. I mean, barring a you know a couple of variables. I mean, the, namely the big variable is you know will Baz Fontenot stay at San Diego for that stretch? I mean, he's he's 
I have it on. I have it on good. I actually have it on good authority that Coach Baz has been signed up to go wherever AJ goes to college, and he's been offered a job at any and all of those schools. Uh, care to comment off the record? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> I don't. I know nothing of package deals, but what I can tell you that is that, that, ele- that eleven thousand dollar Venmo request from Penny Hardaway hasn't come through yet. <laughs> I'm still waiting on it. Uh, what I can say though is that he's he's clearly he's clearly making some um, you know turning some heads in terms of the success of the program, and I wouldn't be surprised if he's courted by you know some of the bigger programs if they lose coaches i mean so it it remains to be seen but if everything stays you know status quo you know they'll move into division one next year you know and and it will be interesting to see if they can compete at that very highest level or if they you know if they're you know good for a year or two and then slide back down but i think with the influx of talent that's come along with the success they, you know, it's the recipe for, you know, for sustaining that success. And I think that makes it truly unique compared to some of the other uh, situations. So I will say Orange Glen this year has been really competitive and they're going to be a factor in the Division Two playoffs this year. And they could also move back into Division One next year. Deal. I will check that out. Um, yeah, I have a question. So, oh, wait, hold on, hold on. I, I, hold on. I didn't have your mic potted up. All right, go, 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 go. Right, right. So my question is, I'm a, I'm a really big South Bay person, so I wanted to ask you uh, what your thoughts on on how the South Bay has been this year. I know teams like uh, East Lake's doing pretty well. Of course, Modern Day is uh, the premier uh, South Bay team. Oh. How do you think? You would argue teams- that Modern Day is the premier South Bay team well, over San Ysidro? Oh well, I mean, as far yeah, as you like, make that argument. You I mean, Mikey Williams is going to be Michael Williams, but I'm talking about in recent, in recent okay. history. Okay, so I'm sorry. Fin- okay. Finish your, finish so your question. Me, let me finish. Okay. So how do you see um, the South Bay Division uh, leagues uh, turning out and um, what real South Bay teams have a chance to go all the way this year? There has been a significant shift this year in terms of the level of talent and competitiveness of the South Bay. It's very apparent when you look at um, you know, you look at the top 25 teams per Max Press. You've got Modern Day Catholic. You've got San Ysidro. You've got Bonita Vista. You've got Olympian looks really good. They're, they're only have three losses. Eastlake has been very competitive. Um, you know, took San Diego to the wire opening game of the season. And, if, you know, they've beaten some teams. They've beaten Mission Bay. I mean, there's, you know, and then you go to San Ysidro. Sweetwater was um, you know, Sweetwater is down compared to where they were last year, but they're still very competitive. I think the only team that really has taken a dive this year in the South Bay will be San Diego Southwest. But then you look down further and you've got Mar Vista, who's been a very, really good story in Division 5 this year. Looking at, you know, looking at what's ahead, obviously Modern Day is going to contend for um, the Open Division title. Uh, they've got the size. They've got a very unique player in Melo Sanchez. Uh, they they and they're very deep, so they I could see them, you know, being a dark horse candidate in the open division, especially given the fact that they've beaten one of the four teams that we talked about earlier, Torrey Pines. Uh, moving you know further down the list, looking at Division Three, obviously it's San Isidro's or Bust at this point. They've played a much tougher uh, gauntlet of games and the other Division Three teams 
and they have the premier talent not only in the South Bay, but you know potentially in the 2023 class nationwide in Mikey Williams. And looking further down in Division Five, um, I think after seeing both Fallbrook and Mar Vista this past week, I can see where Mar Vista can give Fallbrook problems if they were to meet in the Division Five finals because you know Fallbrook has got a lot of size. Uh, they shoot it. And, you know, they're a fairly long team, but they're, you know, there's not a lot of quickness on that team. And Mar Vista has quickness to spare. Speed, baby. Kid that really deserves a lot of uh, recognition, I think, for what he's done this year is Josiah Scott, the freshman uh, from Mar Vista. He's been, he's been spectacular. I saw him uh, just recently on Monday against High Tech High San Diego. And, again, this is a 14-year-old freshman who weighs 120 generously listed at 120 pounds and you know led the team in scoring had 15 points and just looked so poised out there i'm very impressed with uh what coach reed has done and you know on the fly at mar vista you know so going back to your question noah you know the south bay has definitely you know improved its stock uh another team that we haven't talked a, a ton about on the regional level is Bonita Vista. Yeah. Bonita Vista is a contender in Division Two this year. In fact, they're one of the three teams that I've kind of called out is, you know, I think the winner of Division Two is going to come from the winner of the Eastern League, Bonita Vista or Army Navy. I think those are the three, um, you know, that's where you're going to see your Division Two champion. And Bonita Vista, especially DJ Sanders, DJ Sanders has been very good for them for three years, but he's even, you know, he's had a heck of a year. You know, we're talking, you know, potential all CIF first or second team level play. He leads the team in points, rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks as a 5'11 guard. I mean, that's, that's rare. And, you know, you got to throw Benita Vista as, as another team that could potentially win a CIF championship. So, yeah, it's a, Really nice to see, you know, not just the, the South Bay, but to be honest, South of the Eight, lot of, lot of talent down that way right now, and it's nice to see, you know, a little more balance because I know you're talking to some of the South of the Eight coaches, they were kind of tired of hearing about all the North County teams, just, you know, all Aaron, the time. Aaron, Aaron, don't 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 it. act nah, like you. you no, 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 no. I love don't, it when they talk about the South. But don't act like you've ever been South of the Eight Freeway, Aaron. <laughs> I see you driving to Cathedral tonight, covering your North County teams. Like I don't, I don't, I don't even think I don't think Aaron could name one freeway exit on the 805 south of, south of the eight freeway. Can you, Aaron? Except for you know getting off on the five freeway at Imperial and you know making that left and heading home to Sherman Heights, which is south of the eight. Ha! The 805 freeway south. Let's see, south of the eight, got Adams University. El Cajon, the 15 Interchange, uh, Market Street, Imperial, 43rd, 47th, Palm Plaza, the 54. Can I'm we go you, on? Yes, we can. Wait, wait, Aaron, do, do you have better knowledge of geography or basketball? Um, I have a better, I have a better grasp of, you know, useless trivia, especially when it comes to the Billboard chart. And box office numbers, uh, geography is probably a close third behind basketball. 
Get this man on Jeopardy. He knows everything. He knows I, everything. I wanted to. I wanted so badly when I was a kid to be on Jeopardy, but it never, it never materialized. We, ne- you know, whenever there was a tryout, I was always busy with something else. And you know, <laughs> I've, I've been watching. I've been watching the Ken Jennings. Uh, you know, the the battle of the of the three best Jeopardy players of all time, and. I mean, I, I was I was answering a lot of questions that first half hour, but then that second half hour, I was like, man, I'm out of my depth here. Is Gloria the girlfriend you know, of White Man Can't Jump? Huh? The, the girlfriend of White Man Can't Jump who wants to be in Jeopardy? Gloria? Oh, man. Oh, you, Gloria, 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 Gloria could give me some problems with, you know, fruit that starts with a Q. I mean, <laughs> fruit that starts with a Q. I mean, that would be a little difficult. When she brought out Quahog, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> Ain't that the city from Family Guy? I'm like, what now? Like, <laughs> that was that was pretty impressive. But yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, South Bay, really nice story this year. Lots of talent uh, set up for a couple of years of this. You know, us talking about how the South Bay continues to improve. Another player that I you know didn't mention. We talked about East Lake. Watch out for Alex Crawford. He's, he's He's a pro- he's more a prospect than player at this point, but at some point it's all gonna click and he's gonna be a problem. Well, one person that's not a problem is Aaron. You can follow him on Twitter and Instagram at full time hoops, although that should just say full time life. Like full time everything. everything. I'm pretty sure that Aaron is capable of being reached on Twitter twenty two and a half hours out of the day and uh I don't know what he does for the well, other yeah, 90 minutes. Well, yeah, Maybe a quick, the quick nap. Who's counting the personal count? So technically 48 hours. Of the I evolved. I'm also, I'm also yeah, pretty yeah. sure that there's been a couple of burners that I've argued with <laughs> that, that have been Aaron. Um, but uh, I, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, the ABB. I mean, I do. I mean, everyone knows the burner is the full time dad. Like if I ever, if I ever feel, uh, feel some type of way about something going on in basketball, and I gotta go, you know, Obama anger translator, circa Key and Peel. <laughs> I just hop on full time dad, <laughs> hop on full time dad, and just let him have it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you ever, so if you ever want the unfiltered raw, like, how does Aaron feel about this subject? You probably want to sneak over to full time, the full time dad, and be like, yo, oh, he's he's. Have you have you ever accidentally like, tweeted from the wrong one? Uh. You know what? He doesn't make mistakes, well, man. Double check. No, a few. No, a few times I've, I've tweeted like game results from the full time dad. There was one time though where I was like, I was really close to tweeting. You know, there was uh, there was I was really there was. What was it? It was, <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. Oh, he's trying to remember. He's got a. He's got a. No, I totally remember it. It was Brea Olinda. And AJ got off to like a crazy start, and I put out a tweet on Full Time Dad. I don't know if it's still there or not. I might have taken it down, but it was the SpongeBob, like the goofy SpongeBob thing with the caps and the little caps alternating with the uh, little letters with the big caps. And it was like um, AJ only has offers because uh, Full Time is his dad. (laughs) 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 And he was hooping. I love that. You gotta love that. That's amazing. You know, I'm gonna do like, that. Hey, it. I'm, it's really hard to type those. You know, I'm, <laughs> hey, I just, you know, I got, I got to put on, I got to put on every now and then, and 
you know, but most of the time I stay straight laced, keep them separate. But every now and then I got to jump on there and, you know, treat it as a burner. But anyway, guys, I'm about to drive out. Um, I got to head up to Claver right now, get this traffic. Uh, fellas, thanks for having me on as always. And um, we'll talk to you next I'll week. Probably be, yeah, of course. I'm going to be here. Deal. Either in studio or in person. Um, but for now, I like drawing uh, out the narrative that you're too, week, that you're too scared week, to come I'm in and play. Uh, Mario Kart with nah, us. Next week I'm coming in. Deal. Uh, I'm coming in next week. Oh, 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 I'll be there, man. Deal. Aaron Bergman, Bergen, Bergeron, Bergen. How, how do you actually say your last name? It's Bergen. Ber- Bergen. Bergen. It doesn't sound Bergen. right. We're, we're gonna call you. We're we're just gonna call you full time hoops for now uh, until I get worse at it every year in future Jeopardy champ. Aaron, thank you very much. Have a great rest of your night. Peace, guys. All right, we are well over the segment limit. I look, I don't know what is still recording or anything, but we're going to say thanks uh, for tuning in to the Game Balls interview segment, and we'll be right back with our What's Good. Talk to you later, sports fans. What's happening, sports fans? We welcome you back into our final segment here in what apparently is listening to Tommy Morris sound like he's 85 when he sits manual, down in a chair. I do a lot of chair. manual labor to, to get this thing going. <laughs> Uh yes, welcome to What's Good. I don't know. Can you can <laughs> you see, can you see good. the segment What's Good? Uh, named after Noah Laxina, the uh, the vibes master. What's good? Uh, what's good <laughs> is a segment that we're going to throw at the end of our shows where we just talk about what's good coming up in the week. Um, everyone in this room has a different take on high school sports. I am a nut for uh, for water polo and trying to see how many soccer teams can tie. And, uh, and I just like that. I like, I like the random weird stuff. I like talking about college commitments. Uh, there, there's just that kind of stuff to still talk about. Noah is all about the South Bay. Tommy likes to run the damn ball. Uh, Bodie is stats and info. Um, yeah, no, it's okay. We didn't, oh, did we, we figure didn't, out we, what the basketball equivalent was. Dude, that was four years ago. Oh, we year. did have a poll about that. Yeah, we did. Get to the get to the basket. Get to the basket. Get to the basket. Uh, so, so like the like the, the thing is that we just we all have different takes and perspectives, and we all bring a little something new in each to the table. So for what's good, um, we'll do this kind of like game balls. Is that cool? We'll all go around and say what's good, our own yeah. respective takes on what's good for the week. So Tommy, uh, uh, you went last last time, so let's go first yeah, this time. What's good, Tommy? About uh, South Bay basketball, North County basketball. How about a game between the South Bay and the North County? Deal. Benita Vista and San Marcos, two teams that are very evenly matched. Demaje Sanders averaging about 18 points per game for the Barons. Devin Arlington averaging close to 20 for the Knights. It will be a very good game. I think a very evenly matched one. I think it will go down to the wire. That will be a fun one to watch and kind of going along with what Aaron was saying. The, the South Bay is back in terms of basketball. And what day is that on? Let's, let's give people a little bit of that. It'll be Friday. Friday. So this Friday, is Friday the 10th, 10th, 10th of January. Because this isn't going to be structured like football. Everyone's going to know what day. So we're, we're all production notes that should have been emailed around. But who the hell cares when you're trying to put stuff like this together? Well, I also Keep ruined, going. I also ruined the text thread all the time. No, 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 no. Tommy. Like, Tommy, we're, we're here for the text, he thread. text thread. We're here for the text thread. Like, just, you know, take this my personal life. You're all trying to like talk about stuff. I just have no friends. So I just have to put my... Um, stuff in there, and um, we all have a personal life thanks to you. Like, like, <laughs> like we have a we, keep me, keep me fresh. And you remind Noah uh, what not to oh, what just, what mistakes just, not to make yeah, in your so mid to late twenties. What's good? A lot of leagues are starting um, their play on Friday as well. So 
Um, that Start a league play good. is what's good. Yeah, That's what's play. good, according to Tommy Morris. What's good, according to Bodie De Silva at SD Preps on Twitter and Instagram. He's the official Scorebook Live reporter. Scorebook Live is the official digital partner of the San Diego CIF section. They're the partner of everybody in the San Diego or in the CIF sections, but Correct. we don't care about those. Bum at. Can I say ass? So those bum ass oh, fools yeah. uh, from, from other sections. We just care about San Diego. Bodie, go ahead. Yeah. So the game Tommy talked about. It's a five thirty. Next, what's part good? of the doubleheader? Okay. Of hey. the game I'm talking about, Rancho Christian. You get the number one team in the state. They will be making the trip down here to take on San Isidro. You get the number one senior in the country, Evan Mobley. Oh wait, wait, wait I forgot to talk about. No way, I forgot to talk about the sensational freshman at San Isidro. Um, Metu, fantastic freshman over there at San Ysidro. They got another one. Jerry and Dixon. What? Yeah, 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 exactly. Dixon also very good. So that's all we got to talk about. And talk about freshman from San Ysidro. Anyways, that game I'll, <laughs> I'll be at. You get the number one senior Mobley against the number one freshman Mikey Williams. Oof. Great double header down there. The Border Boys Classic. So really looking forward to that. Oh, that, was, wait, 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 that was such a good joke that you had ready coming into the show. I forgot. And then you doing. basically were like. You forgot the joke. Some, like the other gymnast was off doing her floor routine. And you just launched off a vault into the crowd. Like, I still got this joke. <laughs> wait, uh, wait, can we put this on the poll? Will they be wearing the pink uniforms, you think, since it is the Border Boys Classic? Oh, got to pull them out. All the cameras will be there. Yeah. How many uniforms do they have? I don't know. At least I saw at least three during the Holiday Classic. There I bet might they've be got more. a fourth one they got to yeah. bust out. I bet. Three-stripe life. All right, buddy, what else is good? Yeah, so on Saturday, there'll be the Carlsbad Crossroads Classic. So too many Cs. Two, two games there. <laughs> you get uh, La Costa Canyon taking on Army-Navy, an all-Carlsbad matchup. And in the first game of the doubleheader, in the second one, you have Sage Creek against Carlsbad. So four uh, four teams, two really good games there Saturday night. So uh, definitely action-packed doubleheaders if you want to check out some games this weekend. Is that everything you got? Got it. No, what's good? So first, I'm going to go basketball season. Um, we have uh, Coach uh, Aaron was talking earlier about Eastlake and Modern Day. They face each other uh, next Wednesday, so look out for that. Um, you got two good South Bay teams representing each other well. Then uh, we're going to switch to girls varsity soccer. Okay, so gr- girls varsity soccer, Carlsbad will play Del Norte tomorrow at 6 p.m., and the game is going to be at Carlsbad. Why? Because Lexi Torres, she has 23 goals in nine games. Wait, she's a leading she's the leading scorer in CIF soccer right now. So you got to give it to her. Go watch for her. for Carlsbad or for yes, Del Norte for Carlsbad. That might and be she's in the nation a right baller. There, she's That's a baller. Insane. So you got to 22 goals in nine games is unbelievable. Lexi who? Tor Lexi Wright. Lexi Wright. Okay, because I was going to say 22 goals. That's nine Cole games. Wright's sister. Really? Yes. I was confused there for That's a second <laughs> who Lexi Torres <laughs> was, but Lexi Wright right there. there. Lexi Wright. Okay. Yeah. And then Does Cole play soccer? Switching over. No, but he would get destroyed by her. He would get. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Yeah. He, she's, she's. I would beast. think if you have a sibling. She's a way that, better at. Okay. But if you have a sibling who's that good at a certain sport, you maybe think, hey, maybe I should go ahead and try that. Let's be real. Cole uh, Wright is good at most of, of anything that he's oh, touched, sure. athletically speaking, at Carlsbad High School. But she's going. Ooh. Ooh. She's committed to go to UCLA. Well, okay, and then last, right, going, no, last what's but good? not least, Damian Flores from Escondido. Uh, he leads the San Diego County with 17 goals for the men's side. And they play tomorrow, or they play on 
Friday at 5.15, and they'll be playing against Mount Carmel at home. So make sure you go, you check out those two studs, the goal leaders. They're, they're putting on shows, and soccer is really fun to that's watch. That's what's man. good, yeah. So that's what's good. Make sure you go check that out. Um, I'm sorry if I left you hanging there on camera. I apologize for that. Uh, didn't do anything, anything worse than I did last year to Stephen uh, Wright from Santa Fe Christian when he literally turned to shake my hand and I turned to look at the camera. Um, we'll tweet that out. Um, I'll hit you with what's, what's good in my perspective. Claremont and Poway in girls water polo this Friday. Um, I, yeah, that's what I saw. I, we were talking earlier about swimming. I can't egg beat save my life. Probably I'd did. like to see you play goalie in like a charity water polo would, event, and would, just you you're just you're just two hands and a I mouth. Um, a <laughs> um, Claremont is not a school that has enjoyed a ton of top tier athletic success in anything across the board the last like five years, basically the time that we've all been on the job, except for in girls water polo, mm-hmm. and they have become kind of a closet powerhouse. They're basically, I will dub them one of, if not the best schools that does not own their own pool. So I am very curious as we go into now a full season of Claremont as a Division One water polo school, what happens to them? If they just become that repetitive door, doormat eighth seed and open, or if they actually become a team that can win a couple of D1 championships and, and move on. Uh, so definitely someone that's worth checking out there. On the girls' soccer side, we have a matchup on Saturday, Granite Hills and Torrey Pines. They are both uh, top 10 squads. I am scared of several players on the girls' Tory Pines well, soccer yeah, who team. Was, who was the young lady who came to the studio last year? Who I can even mention her name because she... Tried to light people on fire. Was she, was she yep. senior last year or junior last year? She has since graduated. Um, but that scares me even more because now I don't have active tabs on where she is. Um, and there might be someone don't threatening... I love Tory Pines girls' soccer. That's, my that's, why, that's, why, I'm, that's why they're here. I, um, I've never said anything bad about them ever. So And then in, in, uh, also on Saturday is going to be a great girls basketball game modern day catholic at mount miguel mount miguel has uh, been an open division champion recently modern day catholic is good across the board at both basketballs this year so tommy there's a little smirk there is that for no that was because i got hit by a red shell which should be an illegal item it's very the blue shell should be an illegal because i felt like all of a sudden you had some deep insight into (laughs) modern day catholic girls basketball we were like dude but I yeah, actually, yeah, let's hear it. No, the, the blue shell is an illegal item. It should be illegal. It doesn't make any sense. Why Why should somebody in the back be able to hit the person in first for no reason? Well, that seems like what's not good, and that's yeah, not the, yeah, the, the that's, point of this segment. The point of this segment is what is that good. Is um, thank you very much for tuning in to what is going to be a smooth, seamless episode in the audio format, what is going to be probably a little choppy and weird in the video format. But thank you very much for checking in with the SD Prep Insider in 2020. We'll have at least one show a week coming to you for the rest of the year. Uh, guys, any closing notes before we uh, we say goodbye and then we'll see you next week? League title time. Go win it. Yeah, league starting. League, league play is just starting. Don't put us on <laughs> league title time yet. Hey, man, every game the counts. The first game counts as much as the last game. You want to be, for the players, you want to be all league, man. Now's the time to impress. Make sure you shake your coach's hands after the game, the other co- opposing team's coach's hands after the game. Yeah, they're the ones who are voting. Um, just have fun out there, man. I know the rivalry, that's where the rivalry's about to happen. So you got the parents, the, you got the fans all showing up, man. Put on a show for your for your city. I will say this. I think basketball is by far oh, yeah. the most fun sport to cheer for oh, if you're yeah. not playing. Because I mean, you know, a lot of schools do where they stack it where the girls' game goes first and the guys' game. So you get kind of a little double header action there. Blue shell, so illegal. This is so insane. I hate this game. That's so inf- I was gonna be in first. Sorry. Um back to what I was talking about. I'm literally in last now.
Sorry. Um, so this is, oh my, I literally hate my life. Um, yes. Yeah, so it's really fun to go back to the gym. You get kind of a two for one there. You get the girls game, you get the guys game. Also you make, I think you make the most impact as a fan in basketball because it's close quarters. It's indoors. It's louder. Very fun sport to spectate. So this is the most coherent and concise Tommy Morris I've heard in five years. <laughs> and this happens because what? of the, no, what because I'm, of I'm, the I, passion and the fuel of Mario Kart. No, I just have that ADD thing. So like, I need a, an, another thing happening while I'm doing another thing. Otherwise, it doesn't work. And the fact that I have a distractor with me. Well, fair enough, folks. Welcome to 2020, the yeah. year where Tommy Morris uh, steps up into the Cronkite level uh, of sports broadcasting. Bodie, you're closing us out. Yeah, great time with league starting, as you said. Get out to a sport, whatever it is. A lot of great matchups coming up. Shorter than than Tommy's one. Well, I was gonna say like, like everyone else gave some long sol- soliloquy there. Uh, Bodie De Silva nailing it as always. Selfish. I refrain from Mario Kart. I, mean, um, I like to listen to myself talk too much. So that's probably uh, uh, Bodie abstains from all uh, fictional driving. He's a real driver. Um, <laughs> SD Prep, SD Prep Insider. Uh, thanks you very much for tuning back in, folks. We will be back next week. Until then, you can hit us up on Twitter or Instagram at SD Prep Insider. And if not, we'll just hopefully bump into you at a game where you can complain to us about all sorts of things that are not our fault or anything like that. But we welcome the uh, the ats and the critiques. Talk to you later, sports fans. Thanks for watching. <laughs> this is dope. Watching. Are we zooming out right now? How does that work? Uh, you're in charge of that. Oh. <laughs> Fair enough. Then awkward goodbye, everybody. <laughs>